This is Ready, Set, Renovate, a podcast about remodeling your home with a contractor you trust. Daniel Builders builds trust in five ways. One of those ways is connection. What do we mean when we say connection? It's all about being relatable. Regardless of differences, all people share a few common emotions. Showing respect for those emotions goes a long way to creating a connection with someone. Speaking of a long way, our guest brought his family a very long way to be in the upstate of South Carolina. His name is Ricardo Rodriguez, and he came all the way from Bakersfield, California. What prompted that move? What did he learn in the process? And why are so many others making a similar move into our area? These are a few questions we explore and form a stronger connection in the process. So let's get to it. Daniel Builders is located in the upstate of South Carolina. It's a part of the country that's seeing tremendous growth. People are coming here from all over, from New York, from Chicago, and like our guest today, from California. This is Ricardo Rodriguez joining us, and he's going to tell us a little bit about his story. What was the appeal of this area, the upstate, South Carolina, to you coming from California? Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Will. Yes, I appreciate the invite and 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 uh, discussing my story and what brought us out here. Uh, this whole thing has been about six years in the making. So uh, I was mentioning to you that we purchased two and a half acres back home in California, and uh, we couldn't even get a, a, a hill leveled back home. And so um, COVID hit in 2020, and in 2021, I was working for a, a Fortune 100 company that remained closed down. So I couldn't go out in the field and visit. All my work was done remotely. So my wife thought it'd be good. Let's just load up in a fifth wheel and, and hit the road and go explore the country. So you were going no no particular destination. You were just going out there through the country. Well, we we had the big three in mind. So okay. Texas, Tennessee, Florida, and uh, the 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 so-called free states. And so when we initially hit the road, uh, we visited several places throughout the country. Of course, Texas, Greater Dallas. Uh, we made our way down to East Texas, which started to get some trees, so it looked it looked beautiful. But Texas really wasn't a spot that we saw ourselves living long term. Uh, we made it up through Tennessee, and we got into Middle Tennessee, East Tennessee, and we thought this place is beautiful. Mm-hmm. We ended up putting an offer in on a house at some point between now uh, between now and back then. Uh, so, so at it. this point, you didn't know if you were going to purchase an existing home or build. Right. You had just made the decision you were leaving California. Yeah, that's right. Um, and on our way down to Florida, we stopped off in South Carolina because we had some friends that, that uh, were planning on making a move out here. And so we pulled in in October of 21. It was hot, which was strange because I was expecting some cool weather out in the south. And, uh, but, uh, it was during football season. So all the, all the festivities and activities that come with that, you know, kind of drew us in and, and, uh, we, we enjoyed our month long stay that was here. Uh, we did end up going to, uh, Tampa, Florida, explore the area, but it was 75 degrees and hundred percent humidity when we pulled in at five o'clock at night. Woo. Yeah. And when we, um, when we, uh, the next morning, when I went to take my dog out to the restroom, it was 75 degrees and 100% humidity. So there was no relief. Yeah. And so we thought, yeah, we're No we're out cool here. of the evening or cool of the morning. None huh? of that. So we got we we realized quickly that Florida was not was not our final destination. So um in making our way back, we stopped again in uh in uh in Pendleton. Yes. And um you know, just explored the area again. We were looking for land. We had, we owned two and a half acres back home. And so yeah, there was uh 
you know, things worked out. And Did you have a contact that said, hey, you need to check out Pendleton, South Carolina, or was it something you just kind of stumbled upon? Was it- um, well, the, the, the folks we knew were exploring the Anderson area. Gotcha. We were staying in Pendleton. The draw to Pendleton for me, okay, my wife might give you a different answer, but there's only, there's only two or three stoplights. Yeah. I really like that. Oh, that yeah. was, that's, that's fantastic. So just the, uh, very the much small a small town, town feel. Yes. Yeah. And you know, my hometown 25, 30 years ago was a similar feel. You know, you could go out to, you could drive, you know, a few miles out of the, out of the city limits and it's dirt fields or it's orchards or, you know, whatever farmland. Um, now you're in another development, which is, you know, typical of a growing city, but, um, but, but I that, missed that. That was what you were looking for. You mm-hmm. wanted that small time or small town feel, um, and did you know at that point, once you saw Pendleton, hey, this is it, this is where I want to be? Was the decision made at that point, or was there still some deliberation? Well, like I mentioned, we, we, um, we made our way back through East Tennessee, right? and there was a property with a house on it that was within a year old, um, two and a half acres near the Tennessee River. I mean, you could see the river from, from the house. The house was beautiful, custom-made unique in its develop in the development and uh it was beautiful and so we actually put an offer in on that interesting yeah so we were we were ready to to you know east tennessee or middle east tennessee was the was would have been a good stopping place for us but you know the lord shut that door and and this this opportunity opened up about a year later so when you decided on pendleton did you know that you were going to build or were you just saying, "Hey, let's find the best scenario for us as far as a family. Let's uh, let's explore all our options." You know, you may you have production homes, you mm-hmm. have custom homes, you have existing homes uh, that you can remodel, which is what we do here at Daniel Builders. What was your strategy once you you identified Pendleton as my place? Well, the latter is true. So we we certainly were open to any idea, um, but. We had two and a half, half acres in California that we'd been trying to develop for the better part of five years at that point. And so we were very interested in this idea of homesteading because all the things we enjoy, you know, the, the you know, strawberries, steaks, milk, all the stuff, <laughs> right? We wanted to grow ourselves. We, we, didn't want, uh, we didn't want to be uh, tied to or limited to whatever the store was limiting us to or rationing for us at the time. Sure, I mean, yeah. the, co- the COVID envir- environment really accelerated that concept. So, um, and so we couldn't, we were working with multiple builders and just couldn't even break ground. So, and this was in California, this was in California. Wow. Right. And get this, and this, this, this is kind of a side note that may come into play. It would have cost $50,000 to drill a well in California. If you could get it permitted here, there's no necessarily permitting necessary, and it's going to be a fraction of that cost. So wow. we're going to get well water, clean water from the ground, the way God intended it. Yes. And uh, we're going to be able to, to do just that. So to answer the question, we couldn't, as no matter what we did, we couldn't get the, um, the building process moved. So we come and we make another trip out here. This property that we purchased ended up coming up for sale, a total of 26 acres, Mm. And there was a neighbor that didn't want it to go to a developer. 
They, mm. they didn't want it developed. They didn't want which, it to track homes. Which for that area, developers are being attracted. Apert. I mean, there's, there's a beautiful area, and with the growth in the upstate, there are those track home builders that see that and kind of licking their chops. That's but, right. But this one said no. That's right. One of the homeowners was like, wanted to get in on it, but didn't necessarily want all of the property. And so the realtor we were working with at the time uh, found this out, connected us. So we went in, we went in uh, together on the purchase. We took 17 acres, they took 10. And, um, and so we were able to make, we were able to purchase this land with the sale of that two and a half acres back home for about the same amount. Nice. So it was wow. a nice, it was a nice purchase. It was a nice move. It's a beautiful property. Picked up fifteen extra acre, uh, yeah. acres in the process. Absolutely, huh? absolutely. Wow. Which means that uh, apparently means we can fit more cows on. So that's what my wife's my wife's been on this kick of getting uh, Highland cattle that we're going to start raising and showing and all. Which that. are actually arriving today, right? Your today. your cattle is coming in today. Now, did you have any like past experience with being on a farm, or is this new to you? Are you kind of learning as you go? Where, where are you in that spectrum? It's new and we're learning as we go. But here's the thing is that we're allowing ourselves an 18 month learning curve. Mm -hmm. So, um, so a lot of this is going to come down to upskilling and educating ourselves as it relates to the farming life. Clearly a lot to learn. Clearly it's going to be a lot of work. I don't doubt any of that, but we're excited and we're ready for the challenge. And we feel like this door that's been opened by the Lord, yeah. we have to walk through and we have to honor it. Yeah. So that's exactly what we're, we're, what we're doing, and we look forward to glorifying Him as a result. Well, it's been a beautiful thing to behold. I mean, first of all, it's an adventure, right? I mean, you guys have come all the way across the country. It wasn't just like a neighboring state. You made a huge, huge move all the way to South Carolina, and, and that kind of presents some other unknowns, right? Like, what about the culture? And I'm curious to hear your take as you start to assimilate into a culture. Obviously, there's differences, right? From, For sure. From California. Has that been a pleasant experience, difficult experience? But where, tell us a little bit about the assimilation into South Carolina culture. Well, I'll tell you that. We are still on the hunt for the best Mexican food in the Southeast. <laughs> we don't well, have any. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't found it. I haven't found Here it. Here we go. Although we found a, a place that that was a pretty that came pretty close, um, and they were rated a C by the health department. So I guess that's a bad sign <laughs> yeah. and a good sign. That means They're, it's authentic, right? Yeah. Uh, so I would say that the culture. Let's see. So um, uh, the pace is is much more uh, tempered. In the in the southeast, uh, people tend to be much more polite. Mm. Um, and what I mean by that is is they'll pause and engage. They'll smile. They'll say hi. Uh, you don't get that back in California. Mm. Um, it's just a faster pace and a different feel. And in and, and the business line of business that I was in, uh, I work with mid market corporations. And so I was in I was in Los Angeles. I was in. Um, you know, some of these major cities quite frequently. And so I became accustomed to head down, let's work. Yeah. And so uh, I would say the change for me is the change in pace and being uh, ensuring that I honor the lay of the land and, you know, nod my head when necessary, say hi, make, you know, engage with people. And, and really the, the, uh, my call to action in life, according to scripture is to uh, reach the lost. And so, Amen. you know, what's been great about this uh, opportunity is, is that the Lord is slowing me down in order to do just that. Yes. So uh, it's been great. There's been great people. We've met 
Although I did get cussed out by a man. Did you really? really felt like with I a southern draw where you get oh, it, and that's bleep, what made it believe. That's what yeah. That's <laughs> what made it uh, actually entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. like, I don't well, know. So you had the right attitude. Yeah. You're not like getting offended. You're oh, like, no, this I'm, is great. I was like, how do I take this guy seriously? But no, he was, uh, he was, so here's the other cultural shift is that it, it appears that most everyone on the highway, while they're slow paced in the grocery store, they have somewhere to be on the highway. <laughs> it's a different so, pace. Huh? Uh, everyone's in race car and in, in NASCAR. And, and so he felt like I cut him off and, and I felt like I didn't. And so it was a fun little exchange, but um, outside of that, the culture, the culture has been great. You know, we, you, your, your buildings in a, in a, in a beautiful city of, of Greenville and, uh, they've done a great job to gentrify, I would say certain areas. Now I wasn't here pre gentrification, mm-hmm. but from what I understand, they've, it, this, this area has come a long way. And so my wife and I enjoy coming up here and having a steak, enjoying oh, yeah. the time together. So. Yeah. Greenville is a great, great place to be. Mm-hmm. So you get the country. But then when you need a little bit of city, you come to Greenville. That's right. Or if you need a lot of city, you head down to Atlanta, which isn't that far either. Huh? Yeah, I don't need a lot of city. You know, <laughs> not going there anytime soon, right. huh? Well, what would you recommend to somebody who's like, I want to do what he did? That's that's a really appealing thing to me, to be able to go to that part of the country, um, which does have its advantages, right? The The cost of living is, as you pointed out, different. The general attitude of people is, I would say, pleasant. Hopefully that doesn't offend anybody, but um, it it tends to be more pleasant from what I'm hearing Mm -hmm. and what I've witnessed over time. But for somebody who sees those appeals and says, yeah, I want a part of that too, what kind of advice would you give them? Would you say, just come on? Or would you say, you know, things are filling up so fast, there's maybe not enough space, prices are rising. Give us kind of a, a coaching session on for, for someone who's wanting to come this direction. Well, I, I mean, again, I'm coming from the perspective of never having done it before. And we legitimately have have dove headfirst into this. Yeah. And I credit my wife for this. She's really the one that that had the idea and said, let's go. If it were up to me, well, I'd I'd stay, I'd stay home all day and you know work with my hands, right? But this is um, my wife is the one who has these fantastic ideas. She's very creative, and uh, the way the Lord has has um, shaped her personality and her traits is just perfect for what we're doing right now. And so I'm really along for the ride as it relates to this. But if I had to do it all over again, what I would agree to is this: is that is certainly to to dive right in, hmm. and so. There's plenty to just of, go for it. Yeah, just go, go for it. What it what is it that you're looking to to accomplish? So for us, I'll speak for us. Uh, what we want to do is ensure that we don't have to rely on a grocery store um, in order to feed our family. Mm. You know, again, COVID. You go to California; it was shut down for the better part of two years, and so you couldn't go to the grocery store. You couldn't buy your your basic needs. Um, you could you couldn't make your purchase your basic needs. Um, uh, for a, for a certain amount of time there. Yeah. And so, uh, we that was don't, kind of a wake up call, right? Do we want to stay here and the, sink with the ship? Should the ship sink? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. So they, I mean, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't like that experience. I mean, I, yeah. at this point I'm a, I have young kids. I don't want them to ever feel that they're trapped by some sort of whatever's going on in the world. And so, uh, the whole intention of this, which we were already trying to develop back home, but couldn't get, couldn't, couldn't, you know, uh, get it off was um, the idea of being a homesteader. 
So having our own food, creating our own um, infrastructure, doing things like this. And so we were already talking about this for a while. It only just came to fruition or started to become uh, came come to fruition when we moved to uh, to Pendleton. So I'd say whatever it is you're looking to accomplish, just just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the questions you'd asked me um, before is, you know, the cost of living there versus here, California versus here. Now the cost of living is much higher there. We'll mm-hmm. say twenty plus percent. You know, by the by the end of our uh, tenure there, our natural gas bill. So what you use to light your stove, you know, for for food, um, was six hundred dollars a month. Goodness. It averaged wow. before that. Yeah, it averaged before that fifty dollars, fifty to sixty. But the last two months we were there, it skyrocketed. Now I couldn't put my finger on it right now as to why that's the case. All I know is that was the trend. And so, that's what, so again, $600 for a natural gas bill for a month. Correct. Yeah. That is for insane. a family of four. Yes. Now we Man. could afford it. Yes. And I, I couldn't imagine, I can't imagine how other people are managing through that. Um, I have some thoughts and ideas, but we'll say that for another discussion. But, um, but yeah, so the cost of living is significantly lower here, but that's changing quickly. Okay. So for the amount that we're building a house, we it would have been it is the same cost that we were working on building back in California. That's interesting too. Yeah. So and that's actually a surprise. You're saying the the builders that what the builder is charging you was equivalent to what they would charge you in California. Yep. Within range. That's right. Very interesting. That's right. And we're being quoted on a pool for a hundred thousand. I'm thinking, no, 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 no. I'm gonna dig a hole, Will. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna fill it up with some water. There you go. Life's gonna be there, good. That's, you got your pool. That's all it takes, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah. If anyone ever asks me, hey, what should I do about this? Well, the first thing is no is, is have a plan. You know, know exactly mm. what it is you want to accomplish, mm. and then buy the necessary, you know, elements to to develop that infrastructure. If you're just looking for, you know, a uh, um, you know, a few acres in order to farm for yourself. Two, three acres is sufficient. You don't need 17 acres. We're looking to do some other things. And so that's why, you know, we have that much land. But um, but yeah, you don't need to you don't need to boil the ocean. Nice. You know what I mean? Well, over the course of a year, I've gotten to know you and really admire you. I mean, that that requires a level of boldness. Um, you weren't just saying those things to do, you actually practice them. And that's that's actually the the best way to convey a message is is what you practice and what you do. And and we've seen that. Another thing I appreciate about Ricardo is the fact that he came here almost with a missionary mindset. It wasn't like, I, I want to point out all the flaws that I see all around me. I just want to serve you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ricardo's joined our church and uh, my church and has really taken that attitude, made it a huge difference, a very positive impact, and we are truly grateful to have you here with us in South Carolina. Thanks, brother. It's been a pleasure meeting you, knowing you. What's been great is that our wives get to get, get yes. along well oh, yeah. as, as well, so that's fun. To, that's a fun dynamic. So Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate what the Lord's doing. Look forward to seeing what He, what he does in our relationship. Me too. All right, until next time, we'll see you. We're delighted you tuned in for today's episode of Ready, Set, Renovate, your guide design build resource. Are you ready for your home to undergo a transformation? We'd love to talk to you about it. Visit us at danielbuilders.com and tell us about the home renovation you envision. 
In the meantime, subscribe to Ready, Set, Renovate, and we'll keep the renovation inspiration coming.